thank you for tuning in to our podcast, Salt and Light, where we'll cover foundational principles for being a disciple of Jesus Christ. Enjoy this episode with ears to hear and hearts that listen. So let's go check the facts with your host, also known as my dad, Casey Harrison. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Salt and Light Ministries, where our, our mission here is foundations. In fact, our mission statement for this ministry is to boldly illuminate genetically altered Christianity and replace it with a firm foundation, building up strong relationships with God while empowering disciples to disciple, creating disciples. A way that I like to describe it is we're going to tear down trailers and build houses. Trailer of religion and the house of relationship. Now, why do I call it a trailer? I call it a trailer of religion for a couple of reasons. The first reason is trailers are easy to move. They're not stationary. In fact, if you looked up under a trailer, you would see that there are spikes and metal straps around the beams. The spikes go about six feet into the ground and the metal straps attach to the beams. Those beams are sitting on cinder blocks. There's no ground that's been dug out. There are no concrete footers, which means if a strong enough wind comes through, or a big enough storm, it can literally move that trailer wherever it wants or just destroy it. And the last reason I call it a trailer, they're less expensive than a stick built house. At least I can speak from my perspective. If something's cheaper, I'm less likely to take care of it. If I spend some money on an item, I'm more likely to take care of it. When I came back to the Lord, after doing my own thing, the Lord, he, he really started to hit me on these topics because my faith and trust in God was not stationary. It was a trailer. Depending on what, the pre what preacher I was listening to kind of determined my level of belief in God and what God's abilities were. I wasn't grounded in God's word. It didn't make sense to me when I read it. And I never knew how to ask for what I actually needed so when trouble would come or temptations, my trust in God easily got blown over. And that type of relationship with God didn't cost me very much. I didn't have to change my lifestyle. I was a trailer. I wasn't giving my relationship with God enough attention. It didn't cost me anything. I was a trailer. What do I mean by that? Okay, look. If I buy a $1,000 car... I'm not going to change the oil that often. I'm not going to worry about the transmission. I'm not going to worry about the upkeep very well. In fact, I'm probably not going to keep it up very well at all. It cost me a thousand bucks. I would spend more keeping it up than it would cost just to go out and buy another one. But if I spent $25,000 on a car, I'm far more likely to keep it clean, keep it detailed, change the oil, change the transmission fluid when it's supposed to be done because it's cost me more money. And if it cost me more money, that means I had to work harder to actually get it. I had to work harder to keep it. And the way I was raised, time is money. Time's an investment. I was a trailer. That's why I call it a trailer. Why should we tear down the trailer of religion on the landscape of our heart? Why is that important when having a relationship with God? 
Why do I not just want to build onto it? Building onto something doesn't make it more stable. If you're to add on to a trailer, like add another room, add a big deck on the back of it, you know, make it bigger than what it was originally designed for, that doesn't make it more stable. It might make it look more structurally sound, but it doesn't make it more stable. And in fact, building on to something that wasn't meant to be added on to, like a trailer, can really make it look pretty trashy, to be honest. And I don't say that to offend anybody that might be listening to this. And when you add on to something that wasn't meant to be added on to, it ain't going to look that great. It's not going to look like it's supposed to look. Because it's supposed to look like a trailer. So that's why it's important that we tear down the trailer and get it out of the way completely. If you really want to build a relationship with God, it's going to cost you something. It's not going to be inexpensive. Because building a house that can withstand a storm, can withstand earthquakes, can withstand anything that comes against you, is going to have to have a strong foundation which costs more money. It's better built. That's why we're tearing down the trailer of religion and we're going to kick it to the side. And after we tear down that trailer, we then have to create the foundation for our new house. We have to get it grounded. We need a solid foundation. What's it going to take to get a solid foundation? Well, first you're going to have to dig out the place for the footers. Now, a footer for a foundation is where you dig out a trench uh, of the dimensions of the outside of the house, and then you pour concrete inside of it and let it solidify and get hard before you start adding on top of it. That's what builds a firm foundation and makes sure that the house is really grounded. So in order to build a strong enough house to withstand anything that could uh, come against it, we've got to make sure that the footers are there and the footers are solid. And that just really backs up what Jesus already said in Matthew 7, 24 through 25. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on the house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. It had been founded on the solid foundation. So that's the concept of what we're going to discuss here today, which begs the question, what's the first thing we need to get rid of in order to tear down these trailers of the trailer of religion on the landscape of our heart? Glad you asked. First, you have to tear down the walls called old thoughts. You have to demolish the structure of religion. Proverbs 26, 12. Do you see a wise man in his own eyes? There's more hope for a fool than there is for him. 1 Corinthians 3.18, let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you seems to be wise in this age, let him become like a fool. That way he can become wise. For wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. Become like a fool. That's some strong words. I didn't say become foolish. But just forget what you think you already know. That's how you become a fool. 
Forget what you think you know. Just let it go. And don't study the scriptures. Don't study God's word with a mindset of, I already know what this means. You don't have to take my word for it. You can ask just about any Christian that's been a Christian for a very long time. Every time you read the word of God, it's going to give you something a little bit different because you're in a different place in your life than you were the last time you read it. What a verse means today doesn't mean the same thing tomorrow. I don't care if you've been a Christian for a day or 40 years. Don't trust your thoughts about God. Let God be God. Trust in His knowledge. Trust His thoughts. Trust His word. Isaiah 55, 8 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. So stop thinking you know what you don't know. It's really that simple. Just forget about it. Granted, it's easier said than done, but just forget about it. So you forget about it, but then you also have to remember that tearing down the trailer of religion will take time and patience. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Please remember that. It's going to take work and effort on your part. But that's how you tear down the old walls. That's how you dig out the genetically altered Christianity that you've been taught over the years. That's how you dig out old concepts of God if you're just now coming to know who He is. That's how you become a fool like Scripture tells you to be. You have to work at it. You work at forgetting what you think you know. You're not saved by works. Don't misunderstand me. You're saved by grace through faith. But you still have to work after you get saved. And that work is a work towards sanctification, which we'll get to later. So forget what you already, uh, forget what you think that you know is step one. The next step is pour your foundation and let it sit for a while. Pour your foundation, pour the concrete in the area of which you just dug out. Get grounded. So how do I get grounded? Glad you asked that too. 2 Timothy 2.15 Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So how do you get grounded? You get truth. And you can only get truth from truth. That's God. So get back to the basics. Read the Bible for yourself and stop relying on someone else's leftovers. Get to know the word Get to know God. Get to know the Word of God, and you get to know Jesus. Know about the Word of God. Know about Jesus. Know the Word of God. Know Jesus. Because Jesus is going to be your house's foundation. So knowing Him is vital. For no one can lay a foundation other than which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 3.11 So get grounded. Read your Bible. And pray. These are the basics. Read the Word of God and pray. And I don't mean pray for stuff. This isn't a wish list, Christmas list for God when you, when you pray. That's not prayer. Prayer is your part of the conversation with God. You're in the family. 
Do you only go to your parents when you want something? Or do you go to them to talk to them about things as well? To work out issues? To get advice? To just tell them that you love them? Prayer isn't about stuff. It's not about anything that you need. It's your part of the conversation. Reading the Bible is God's part of the conversation. Because God's already said everything He's going to say. God's already done everything He's going to do. You pray, you're talking to Him. You read the Word of God, He's talking to you. These basics are what you use to rightly divide the Word of Truth. Because you can only divide a truth with a truth. I can't say it enough. If you're serious about building a foundation of relationship with Jesus, then you need to stop trying to spiritually live on your pastor's last word from last Sunday or Wednesday or whenever you go to church or wherever you listen to a minister preach. Because the day after your preacher preaches it, it just became leftovers. Stop trying to live on somebody else's leftovers. And that really goes toward your integrity as a Christian. If you don't really know what God said, then how can you say anything with conviction? And how do you even know that it's in line with the heart of God if you don't know God's Word? Now, I'm not saying don't listen to preachers and teachers. Scripture's clear that you should. Romans 10:14. How then shall they call on Him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in Him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Teachers and preachers are very important. So I'm not saying don't listen to preachers. I am saying that it's important that you choose the proper preachers and proper teachers to listen to. Because those are the the people you choose to listen to or the people you're choosing to accept. So make sure that what you're listening to is the whole truth of God's Word and not just partial truths. I can use a lot of Word of Faith teaching as an example. There's a lot of partial truths in naming and claiming from a lot of prominent preachers. A partial truth is not the whole truth. Don't accept a truth as the truth. And by the way, I'm not trying to bash any preachers out there. I'm not trying to bash any teachers because I could easily fall victim to this as well if I'm not careful. Because I'm included in the preachers and teachers side here. I'm human. I've made mistakes. And I'm probably going to make a lot more. If you ever hear me say anything that doesn't set right in your spirit or it sends up a red flag, please go back to the entirety of Scripture and make sure that what I said lines up with what God said. It's extremely important. And it's exactly what God expects of you. He expects you to double-check what a teacher says. He expects you to double-check what the preacher says. Because that's part of the solidifying of the foundation. That's part of the footers of your house of relationship getting solid. And that's what we're going to do here at this ministry. It's time to tear down spiritual trailers and build relational mansions. I like that better than a house. God says we've all got a mansion in heaven. So let's build the relational mansion today. To summarize 
this ministry's outcome of what I hope the outcome is. You can really go back to Acts 20, 27 through 28. I have not shunned to declare to you the whole counsel of God. Therefore, take heed to yourself and to all of your flock, among which the Holy Spirit has made you an overseer to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. The whole counsel of God is the goal of this ministry. I intend to bring the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. So let's recap. Foundations. We're going to tear down the old trailers of religion. And we're going to build up a mansion of relationship with God. Foundations is where we're starting. And remember when I said after you dig out the trench that the house is going to sit on, you pour the concrete and you let it sit for a minute? We're going to practice that right now. I'm going to let you work on the basics and let the basics sink in this week. So take this week and start having conversations with God. Get to know Him. Review scriptures. Read Bible stories. Get the Word of God in you. Start to solidify that foundation. In fact, the scripture we're going to be reading for next week and using as our main topic for the next episode is Matthew 5, 13 through 16. So take that scripture or take those scriptures, meditate on them, talk to God about those, read it, prepare yourself, allow God to be God in your life and not just another get out of jail free card. So remember, foundations, the basics, pray, read the word, have that conversation, and we'll see you next week.